0: Welcome to Santos Brothers Eats, food worth mentioning. All right, everyone, welcome back to Santos Brothers Eats, where we're talking about food worth mentioning. Unfortunately, Jeff, my brother chef Jeff Santos, isn't available for this uh, episode's podcast, but we got something which would some would say is second best. Some might even say is even better than Jeff. And that is his son, Dylan. Dylan, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thanks for having me again. Yes, and those of you may remember um, when we did some Greek food, George's Greek Gr- Grill, the 3G. Dylan joined me in the podcast, and you also have seen him um, doing, you know, just some different videos on our uh, YouTube channel and on our Instagram page. And this week we went, you know, uh, we paid homage once again to Street Eats Market. They are really uh, making things happen on the food truck scene. And they have opened up Ontario's first permanent food truck market. And so uh, it both has uh, socially distant walk-ups and also curbside pickup. And it's located all the way over in Richmond Hill
1: in Hillcrest Mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the first time that I've been to Hillcrest Mall. What about you, Dylan? Uh, yeah, same here. Uh, whenever I go down to Vaughan, it's either for you know Canada's Wonderland, of course, being... In Canada or uh, four hundred and one games, uh, great card shop.
0: Yeah, so Dylan's a card player. I'm actually used to be a card player as well, so I know about four hundred and one games as well. But Street eats market. Thank uh, we also thank BlogTO for reminding us about this. Uh, the you know Ontario's first permanent food truck market, and it was uh, we're recording this on Monday. Um, we actually went there yesterday around lunchtime, and I was reading some of the experiences that people were having and it looks like some people i think it was for the thanksgiving weekend some people came a little bit late last uh, last weekend and uh, many of the food trucks had run out of food and so uh, it was yeah. a dismal experience but uh, we made sure to show up early and because uh, we didn't want any of the you know food trucks to be running out we wanted to have a good selection so we met uh, just before lunchtime they're open from 11 to 7 or 11 to 8 over there at Richmond. Uh, Richmond Hill, and you can find out more details over at uh, StreetEats. dot what is it Streeteatsmarket.com, right?
1: Yeah, StreetEats. Uh, yeah.
0: So that's where they are. When you drove up, Dylan, what were your thoughts? Good and bad.
1: Uh, well, honestly, um, very easy to see as uh, they're right off the main street there. I forget what street that was. If you remember the street name, I don't um, remember either. Actually, it might be Young. <laughs> My my yes, it was young. Yes, yeah, so it's right off a of young um, street there, just off of right North off of young. 16th. Yeah, um, right. Pretty much, it's, it's outside of the 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 mall, of course, but it's right off of the Indigo bookstore um, entryway. Yeah. So that's kind of like the big big uh, landmark defined, find, and then you'll see this kind of uh, the kind of metal fences they put up to kind of separate the parking lot from the food trucks. Yeah.
0: Um, so being part of a yeah. mall... There's lots of parking you don't have to worry about any of that
1: yep. free neat. parking, free parking
0: yep. lots of free parking and um, it was a little bit of a cold day it wasn't there was windy at sometimes, but it was a little bit cold, so it kept a lot of the crowds away whenever we went to the street eats market that was hosted over at Scarborough Town Center. sometimes we'd have to wait in line just to get in, but this wasn't the yep. case this time just because um, I'm guessing a lot of the cold weather had kept a lot of the crowds away, so we had basically anything we wanted to eat we didn't have Mm -hmm. to wait for we just had to go up to the truck and and make an order and what did you think of the selection of the trucks Dylan? uh
1: well the good thing about that because they have food trucks is that the selection is almost always changing Um, the selection we had was very diverse as we had I believe we had Six Spice and Basil Box were the two main ones we're going to be talking about, as well as what was that Cuban one again? Do you it was remember what it's called? Name? The Cuban thing, it's called. The Cuban thing. Okay. That's what it's called, um, the Cuban
0: thing. So,
1: yes. And then I believe there's also a Japanese truck. Uh, there was the Shawarma truck. Yep. And um, I forget the last truck in line there. We kind of stopped at Basil, Basil Box.
0: <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, there was a um, uh, Golden Grill. And yes. And I think they were uh, Korean. Because they offer Korean, Tennessee. yeah, yes. they're often Korean fried chicken. So yeah, I never thought of that. And you're right; like you know, if we went back, because they're seven days a week. If we mm-hmm. went back today, it would be uh, probably a different selection. Although, you know, from looking at some of the the food trucks uh, web pages, some of them would still be there. Like I know that ba- Basil Box; they're very proud to say we're here seven days a week from Ooh, eleven to good. seven. So. They're always there, and uh, that's where we ate. That's one of the places we ate, and Six Spice, we ate there. And those of you will remember those two food trucks in particular because we've talked about those. Maybe not me and Dylan, or Dylan and I have talked about it, but I've certainly talked about it with Jeff and Diana because they, they just serve really, really good food. And so, you know, we, we went around, and Dylan decided first, what he wanted to have. And what did you end up having, Dylan?
1: Uh, Well, of course, me being uh, a big pasta lover, the second I see mac and cheese on a menu, that's my first go-to. So when we went up to the basil box truck, uh, the man uh, waved us down too. He's kind of like, would you like us to explain the menu? Very open and friendly. So that kind of gave me the, yeah, sure. Like, oh, I'll hear him out. Let's see what's happening. Um, And he told us that if we get the mac and cheese, or he had fried rice, that you can pick one of the two uh, featured meats that day. Mm-hmm. And one of them that we, uh, the I decided with was the uh, the braised beef to go to go on mac and cheese.
0: Yes, the braised beef mac and cheese. And some of you may remember that that was the first place winner at the mac and cheese contest that I happened to be judging during the mac and cheese festival. And I remember I planted it. So I said that one number one. And I remember telling the chef I said there out of the four judges, all of us picked that number one and we picked that we put that head and shoulders above the be, uh, above the rest and mm-hmm. so um of course you know um me, dylan and i we shared what we're eating because that's you know that's what we like to do of and you know um i was not unhappy to be eating that particular dish once again because it is so
1: effing good oh yes oh yes
0: yeah and so um, I, yeah. You know, in the last episode, I gave it a 10 out of 10. Uh, what did, uh, can you explain what your feelings were? Uh, I wouldn't say, I don't know about feelings, but, you know, uh, tell me, you know, when you had your first bite, what were your, what'd you think? Uh,
1: definitely. My first thought was uh, just looking at it is uh, visually appealing. Um, Cause I know a lot, there's still a lot of stigma between food trucks and quality of food. People think about street meat and And whatnot but these food trucks they they have definitely honed their craft so when you look at this thing like you see the the nice orange uh, macaroni and cheese on the bottom the beautifully braised uh dark brown beef they topped it with the uh the white and orange uh pickled radish Mm. and then you can see the spices on top so just visually uh, it looks very appealing um and then the first bite you know the 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 mac and cheese was was cheesy but not too overpowering so the beef really took over it's this you know i want to say salty but it was very savory flavors altogether it's such a good dish like i i almost i find it very difficult that i'm
0: gonna find a mac and cheese that tops that uh anywhere and Mm. that that kind of says a lot you know uh uh, because it 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 is a, a spectacular blend of uh of, uh, you know, Asian flavors on top of that mac and cheese. So that's the the braised beef. And, you know, they are going to be at the Hillcrest Mall, you know, all the way until Christmas. That's what they said. And so, and I imagine they may be there afterwards. Of course, everything is going to be all weather permitting. But if you want to get a taste of it, I believe you have to get that at, that, at the uh, food truck because Basil Box does have a brick and mortar location downtown, um, down by uh, Ryerson. And I was just on their website and they're offering most of their food on top of rice. So oh. um, if they are offering the mac and cheese, I just couldn't find it on their menu. So shame on me, but I did look for a little bit just to okay.
1: specifically looking for it. So, I, uh, yeah, yeah I, I kind of assumed all the food trucks had a brick and mortar place, but I actually didn't know that. So yeah, that's good. Yes. Yeah, so th- they
0: are located there, but you know, if you, if you don't want to go downtown, then you can go up to Richmond Hill. And if you don't want to go to Richmond Hill, you could always go downtown. And so, what did you rate? What would you rate? I mean, I gave it a solid ten out of ten. But what would you honestly, what would you rate that mac and cheese? Um,
1: being a little bit more critical, because I I enjoy a very good mac and cheese, and that can be one of the the hardest things to to kind of keep perfecting, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, I would give them. I'd probably give them an eight point five out of ten personally. Nice. Um, just because, again, I am. It, same thing with my philosophy on on putin you have to have a good solid base before anything else Mm -hmm. Um, because when i ate the macaroni and cheese just by itself it was good it was great macaroni and cheese but you can always do better and you know obviously with the cold weather happening outside as well it kind of cooled off a lot faster than usual um so you kind of have to give the weather a bit of it but otherwise yeah a solid 8.5 very close to 9 out of 10 for me
0: very good yeah and uh Absolutely. It's a basil box. I can see why they keep offering that dish because you know, it does please. And and Dylan's right. When we're talking about quality, there is this stigma between, you know, whether food trucks can give out some quality food and, you know, we wouldn't be doing a podcast like this unless food trucks did give out some awesome mm. quality food. I mean, we, and, you know, they've been doing so much of our part of so much <laughs> of our content, not only through street eats market, but prior to that, So, uh, you know, some great food can come out of their basil box. I will definitely be visiting them. Uh, I don't know when, but I'll be definitely visiting them again. If I see them at a food truck festival, I'm going to want to wonder what they're going to eat. And if I don't see anything else from other food trucks, I'm probably going to order from them. So, um, you know, I I do like them. And um, I ordered from Six Spice and Six Spice they had some great food that was already sold out by the time we
1: got there. They actually had a surf and turf something. you remember that, Dylan? It, it was it was a it was a lobster mac and cheese because oh uh, again I, I looked for mac and cheese and it was a little sold out sign next to it and I was like oh well I'll keep walking then and stick <laughs>
0: spice lobster mac and cheese so we got you know one of these days maybe we got to go back to six spice and have their i haven't had their lobster mac and cheese so no okay i would love to try i think jeff has tried it before i think jeff has had their lobster mac and cheese Uh, but i ended up having their chili lime crab cakes and that was accompanied by like a a little spinach and orange salad with some um, guacamole or avocado salsa that was Mm -hmm. on top of that i was very very pleased with the way those crab cakes tasted um it came with two of them i'd say they're they're pretty large maybe about the size of of a of a billiard bowl each
1: yeah 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 i'd
0: say so and uh you know came, it, it had a nice outer crust which was which was delicious and then the crab cake that was inside with some great spices um it, it said chili lime and it wasn't super spicy or anything like that but the sweetness of the crab and and the way it was just cooked very very well it, you know obviously it was nicely deep fried with the breading and mm. everything and it wasn't overdone um and it was nice and warm on that on that rainy day what about you what would you think of that Jalen? uh
1: yeah no it was it was very good um yeah not overdone uh the the amount of crab inside the crab cakes that's a that's a common complaint with any crab cakes is you know, is it too much crab to the filling so it just falls apart or it's too much filling and you get kind of cheaped out. But the the way they shredded the, shredded or just pulled apart their crab and, and the amount of breading is it's a very nice combination. So you're, you're getting a, a good amount of crab as well per per serving. That's true. And you do make a good point because, you know,
0: ultimately with crab cakes, if if the mixture is too wet, it just kind of falls apart. Or if it's too dry, then you don't enjoy it as much. And it didn't fall apart, but when I tasted it, I didn't feel like it was dry at all. So it was just no. the perfect amount of moistness. It really tasted good. Um, you know, sometimes when you order food, especially when it's something like a crab cake, you're kind of like thinking, well, I wish I didn't order this. I wish I ordered something else. <laughs> and this is not one of those times. This is one of those times where I'm glad that I ordered it. I uh, I just may order the chili lime crab cakes from them again Mm -hmm. um as as many people can can guess i'm more adventurous if i tried it before i may not get it again even if i liked it because i just want to try other new things but this is one of those things that i might go back to i'm going to give that i'm going to give that one an 8.5 out of 10 maybe a 9 pretty close to a 9 i don't know what's going to make a 9 a a 10 out of 10 it's tough for me to to
1: actually give those out what about Mm -hmm. you Dylan? uh yeah i'd probably give it a 8 to 8.5 um just cause, just cause. Uh, I know you said uh, it wasn't too, too spicy, but I know you and uh, Chef Jeff, there, you, you, you guys kind of like your spices a little bit more than I do. Oh. Um so it, it, having the, I, I, I took a bit of the the guacamole, uh, salsa just to help cool it down a bit, and that definitely helped out. So, oh. but no, like overall, the uh, the flavors were excellent. Uh, I, honestly, the spice, it, like not to get anyone concerned, it wasn't like oh my god spicy, but. It was just like a tickle constantly. So it was definitely, uh, if you like spice, um, it's definitely good. But uh, yeah, it's not too, too bad. And yeah, good flavors, good, uh, good portion. Yeah, I, um, I'm always pleased
0: when I see Six Spice at a food truck festival. Because I know mm. that if uh, I don't find something anywhere else, I could probably go there and be very happy with what I eat. And then we tried a new food truck. Well, I guess it's not new. I don't know how old they are, but it's new to us, the Cuban yep. thing. And we're getting two things from there. First of all, we got tostones. Uh, and I had to look that up um, because it's not a tostada. <laughs> it's tostones. That's a green plantain that they actually uh, fry up into like coins. And it's, it's um, so it's not the whole plantain that, you know, they, they they cut it up and it's nice and crispy and they had a signature sauce on it. And their signature sauce is a um, cilantro island uh, mojo or mojo sauce, which was, um, which was good. I got that because I just wanted something on the side and I knew that they could make it up pretty quickly while we're waiting for other food. Mm -hmm. So what did you think of the tostones, Dylan? Uh,
1: Those are, I like those uh, quite a lot Um, out out of, uh, cause I knew we we were planning on getting uh, two, two meals and then a, a dessert somewhere. So, Uh, when you came up to me with uh with those in hand i was like oh like what's this and you just just try it and i was like okay so uh, yeah the 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 plantain little coin itself it was it was sweet and you know again crispy on the outside you can there's still a little bit of moisture on the inside it's it was nice and then the yeah that sauce on top was just amazing really really good i was very very happy with that and the only reason why i got it is
0: because that the the gentleman that was explaining all the food, he says, we're only doing these today. I was looking actually on their menu at the Cuban thing. They do offer um, fried green plantains, but they, it looks different than, than those tostones. Oh, okay. So um, it's not cut the same way. It doesn't look nearly as crispy. And I'm not sure if it had that sauce on it. So mm-hmm. um, I'm sure that it's different. I just, you know, um, so it's a different, it's a different, uh, not meal, but it's, you know, it's a different serving. Uh, altogether the tostones and the green plantain but we enjoyed that and then we had for dessert we had the mini flan and mm. after doing a little research well not so much research but just talking with dylan we found out that this is the first time he's had real authentic flan if not in general i yeah yeah and you know uh, us with the filipino background we flan is is pretty popular so i don't know how he got away with living as long as he has, I mean, he's in his late twenties and he hasn't had, I don't know how that happened. And so what are your impressions with that? That spectacular dessert?
1: Oh man. Like again, after, after everything we ate with the, the braised beef, mac and cheese, the chili lime uh, crab cakes and these, what were they again? um, Tostones. Tostones. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, like everything, everything had a nice little spice to it. So very nice but then just having this this nice cold you know, egg-based dessert uh, the flan with uh, this kind of caramel uh top that has drizzled down it was just fantastic that's what a luxury desserts.
0: Yeah. you know you you get that you expect to have something like that like either at a steakhouse or something like that or, or you know it's just so good you know it's mm. uh, to me that's better than um, you know italian panna cotta like, or even better than creme brulee. It is just good. Oh, yes, yes. And so, um, you know, if you have a chance to get... Um, it's called flan. Uh, and if you're in a Filipino restaurant, they call it leche flan. That is, you know, it's, it's, that is what custard... What I, when I think of custard, that is what custard is supposed to taste like. And the Cuban thing, they hit it right on the head with mm-hmm. that. And so uh, it was just every, everything from the texture to the taste. That is you know, if, if, if I was going to have a last meal, that would probably be part of the dessert. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, indeed. Yeah. So I'm giving that, I don't know what I'm going to give a 10 out of 10. I'm going to give that nine, 9.5 actually. And it's, it, it ranks very high. Very yeah. High.
1: Yeah. I was, I was probably going to say a nine. I was going to say a nine as well, just cause, uh, mainly cause it, it wasn't big enough.
0: <laughs> ah, yes.
1: So they were called the
0: mini flans and it was a little, um, let's say about, what would you say, Dylan? You think those are is, is
1: about one and a half ounces for that? Uh, was it two? It wasn't two ounces. I don't know. One and a half seems uh, closer than two. Yeah. Yeah. It's about one and a half ounces. It was
0: about three bucks. When it comes to food trucks, that's not a bad price for things like that. You can no. get more volume if you went to an actual, like, uh, just off the top of my head. I know that FV Foods offers L'Eche Flan. Mm-hmm. And it would be you know almost like a big old tray of it for like seven bucks or something like that and it would be just as good um if not better if not you know either a little bit better a little bit worse but you know mm-hmm. just you know, just on par with that and so you can get something um something like that but because it's a food truck you know they're going to charge a little bit more and, it, and it's it's harder for them to make in that little truck
1: so oh yes but but the quality was definitely on point like I, I would totally get it again. Even, even though it was tiny, kind of expensive, definitely a, a get again. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, he just said, I have 50 of these
0: things and I'm sure I'm going to sell out. And I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he sold out yesterday because mm-hmm. they're
1: good. They're good. I, I won't lie. Uh, when I was leaving cause uh, cause Kenny left to uh, just explore the mall, I guess. Yeah. Um, I but I, 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 I was, TV. I was tempted to actually go, go back and just get a few for myself to go take home. But I didn't. That's good to keep in mind. It's easy uh, to make you happy because the next
0: time (laughs) that we we connect, um, we could always pick up some some up at at the Filipino restaurant and just go to town with it. So
1: yeah, yeah, sounds (laughs) good. Absolutely.
0: So you know, we had a great time at the you know Ontario's first permanent street market uh, food. Oh wait, Ontario's first um, permanent food truck market. And again, (laughs) over. Hillcrest Mall in Richmond Hill. If you want more details, you can get that over at streeteatsmarket.com. And all of the, all of the food that we talked about today, including the flan, is all going to be on our Instagram feed. So we're super excited about that. Do you think we, you'd be at all open to visiting that uh, market again?
1: Uh, well, actually, I'm, I'm in Toronto. I live in uh, Barrie. Yeah. And I'm half tempted to stop off on my way back home. Wow. just kind of just to see who see what's there and maybe pick something up to go you know
0: yeah and so you know just as a side note we do know that they are street eats market is going to be opening up again in december and i don't know if their plans for that is another permanent location or if that's a festival location Mm -hmm. they're going to do it like one at a you know it's a one-off or a pop-up but we are looking forward to that but it's also comforting to know that if we ever want to Go to some uh, food trucks once again. We could always go to at least for now. Go to the Hillcrest Mall location and enjoy oh, yeah. some food there. And so we could always go up there with Jeff and Diana and just you know, just like we did for the Fried Chicken Festival, we can do this again and enjoy mm-hmm. some great food there. Yeah, of course. So yeah, and so that is this week's food worth mentioning. And you know, we we look forward to next time where we talk about more food worth mentioning. And until next time, remember this quote from Julia Child, people who love to eat are always the best type of people. And that, of course, includes myself, Kenny Santos, my nephew, Jeff's son, Dylan Santos, and you as well, if you love to eat, food worth mentioning. Thanks a lot, everybody. Bye. You've been listening to Santos Brothers Eat. Food worth mentioning.